0: Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great show, only on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, feel free to check out www.4iradio.com.
1: Wallop and web snappers. My spider sense is tingling. 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 Tingling.
0: tingling. Spider sense tells me some trouble anybody else's spider sense tingling welcome to walloping web snappers a spider-man podcast where we dive into every spider-man cartoon ever made I'm Derek. And I'm Doug. And is your spider sense tingling? It is, and I'm
1: getting a vision, of course, but I don't know what it means. I'm just seeing a little guy.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, To listen to this (laughs) show, find us on foureyedradio.com or wherever you get our podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Oh, my God. Okay. So, like, I think that... (laughs) Which episode has
1: the wilder ending? This episode?
0: This! Or or the Kingpin (laughs) Strikes Back? Yeah, no. I was like, okay, well, this fully rivals the Kingpin episode. That ending was, like, wild, but at least, like, it had something to do kind of mildly with anything that was happening. This is just like... what. And the, the Kingpin Strikes
1: Back was an episode where it had a wild ending I never could have predicted, but I was predicting things the whole way through, right? right? This episode, I had no idea what was going on as far as, like, motivation by the villain or who the villain even was until the very last moment.
0: And it still doesn't really explain anything. It's still all
1: totally implied. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think it's, like, weirder for this because this episode, the whole time, I was like, it's not the most boring episode or anything, but I was a little bit, like, not engaged with it in the same way that it had been other ones. Well, I
1: was pretty intrigued. Like, I was was pretty...
0: I was more just sort of like didn't really understand and it's the plot is very convoluted and stuff, and I was like, I'm yeah. very I don't know if I'm into this. And then the end happens and I'm like, is this <laughs> like avant-garde art that I'm watching right now?
1: Right. Should we when when we're done covering the show, should we attempt to write an episode of the show? <laughs> I think Is this that is something that's even possible one anymore? One of those
0: things that like an AI would have to do. <gasps>
1: If anybody out there knows how to build or knows somebody who builds neural networks, please get in touch with us. Yeah, we would love to have a robot write an episode of this show, specifically w- Spider Woman. Yeah, I would. Trans- I don't know if there's enough information to feed into it, but I would like to try.
0: Oh, I would. I would. Co- I would. I would happily commit to spending hours transcribing these Easily. episodes to submit it to an AI. I would need
1: no convincing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: No convincing whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm very excited for anyone who might be listening to this, who hadn't watched the episode and were like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh my Cause God. y'all, this is a roller coaster. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to watch this episode and just be <laughs> flummoxed, uh, it's available on Disney plus. If you want to watch along with us, uh, it is Spider-Woman episode eight entitled games of doom. Uh, The synopsis for IMDb is athletes in the World Athletic Games (coughs) Olympics (coughs) Uh, in (laughs) Moscow are being kidnapped and replaced by Android doubles. Jessica Drew goes undercover as a long jumper to investigate. Wow, that doesn't (laughs) even begin to cover it. The original air date was November 9th, 1979, written and directed by the same people we've talked about uh, over and over again. So refer back to past episodes if you want to hear more about that.
1: Yep. We also get new characters that are almost honestly not even worth naming here because they barely have names. And the main villain, unless I missed it, isn't named until like the last 30 seconds, 60 seconds of the episode. Mm -hmm. It's weird it's so weird it doesn't not work because you i found myself being like who is this man um (laughs) but his name doing anything (laughs) exactly so like i think that's why i was sort of like what is this building towards you know what i mean yeah yeah. um but his name is jacques larod who cares? He's created for this show. It means nothing, that name. He's just like French, um,
0: a random French dude. Just a random like. French dude. Yeah. And he
1: has some cronies, one of which I think is named Gregor or something, the other of which I don't know if ever gets a name. And then there are some athletes that kind of feature uh, in a couple scenes, one named Bruce, who is a pole vaulter, and one named Alexis, who is a weightlifter from the Soviet Union, which is really only worth noting because it feels like very close to alexi <laughs>
0: oh yeah um yeah, but yeah.
1: is not alexi
0: yeah right
1: <laughs> and of course i don't know who voiced any of them
0: no we'll never know we'll some, never know some men that's all the, yeah whatever. some dudes some white some dudes men. talked <laughs> yeah <laughs> put on some put on some accents yeah for the most part yep. yeah whatever <laughs> okay
1: so please let's talk about this episode Yes, so this
0: episode (laughs) opens on a passenger plane uh jessica is interviewing pole vault a pole vaulter named bruce uh who is an american entering into the world athletic games in moscow um if you're wondering why they're not calling it the Olympics, it's like a common thing that the Olympics is like yeah. super tight on their, like their trademark of of being named the Olympics. So that's why like movies and TV shows unless I unless they get like explicit per, like permission from the Olympics uh are there are it's never called the Olympics and they always work, work around it. So it's I literally I like, hate it Olympics, and
1: kind but. of love it at the same time. Like I hate that they're so weird about it, but I love the weird like workarounds people come up with.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like in this case, World Athletic Games. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's literally. exactly I love it
1: competing is, at so. WAG. It's my favorite. <laughs>
0: WAG. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But uh. But yeah. So they're there. Uh, that that's the reason that that the Justice Magazine crew is involved in the World Athletic Games, uh, to begin with. Also, Jeff is just hitting on a gymnast. He's supposed to be taking photos of you know, on the job. Of course. So hugely in unethical, front of jessica
1: who he also hits on
0: who was also his boss <laughs>
1: who's also his boss <laughs> it's
0: Lest a mess forget, it's, it's <laughs> always a mess um but yeah so he's he's like hitting on her but luckily she has a massive tank of a boyfriend and he uh is a big coward and is terrified and runs away <laughs> he sure does <laughs> um but yeah so you know as the justice magazine crew reconvenes suddenly a mysterious aircraft arrives and attaches itself to the plane cuts a hole into the bottom of it and then fills it with a bunch of gas of course wow okay
1: <laughs> we find out that jessica apparently has the same uh super spider breath uh as peter parker does although she yeah. describes it as shallow spider breath
0: yeah, sure. And this
1: effectively keeps her immune from the gas, but she does she doesn't act right away. She sort of like lays in wait to see what's going on, Um, which kind of works out for her. So she witnesses two crooks in green. They're just in like green tracksuits, I think. Yeah, <laughs> like very Squid Game. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they kidnap Bruce specifically. So she spider changes and follows them into their aircraft. This is so funny because it's such a worthless beat, but they immediately drop her out of a trap door, and then she immediately webs back onto the jet that they threw her from and rescues Bruce. (laughs) Well, actually, it's not a – I'm just realizing this now. It's not a useless beat because – uh, okay. later we find out that they use that time to do something. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So they drop her out of the trap door. She webs back onto the craft. She rescues Bruce. Um, and then she venom blasts the aircraft causing it to detach. And seemingly everything is fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you for, for misremembering beats and stuff. Cause the plot of this episode is so hella convoluted. It's hilarious. Well, um, it's like one of those things <laughs>
1: that I, do, I at the time, as I'm like writing notes and like writing down, things that happen sometimes I'll write down things that happen and because I'm writing it all as it's happening I like forget something that happened earlier and then I don't go back to like connect the thoughts that I wrote down and this was one of those where like as I was witnessing it in real time I was like that was so pointless but then at the point in the episode where I learned what was going on I didn't like revisit this moment until just now
0: yeah that's funny (laughs) (laughs) yeah made more sense than I thought yeah. So bad guys are gone. The gas has dissipated. Everyone on the passenger plane comes to uh, Spider Woman changes back to Jessica and, you know, pretends she was also out like everyone else. The pilot announces that, uh, that they're like, uh we, uh, you know, just experienced some slate loss and cabbage. Cabbage, no cabbage
1: and, pressure. And cabbage
0: pressure, a slight loss in cabin pressure, and you know it might have caused you guys to doze off. Everything's fine. It's all fine. Nothing's nothing's wrong. We didn't lose control of anything. We're we're all nobody worry. fine. Nobody worry. Uh, and Jessica's like huh, that feels, you know, wrong, given everything I just witnessed, but okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But she's like, I guess everything's fine now, though. I, uh, I that, Whatever was happening, I thwarted it, uh, and unbeknownst to her, Bruce's eyes begin to glow red. What?
1: Uh-oh. Well, they get to the World Athletic Games in Moscow, and they, they it's, it's, it's clear that they've been there for a little bit, because Bruce is, like, doing his final jump or whatever, but... In attempting his third and final jump, he tells the folks setting up the jump to raise the bar, again, he's a pole vaulter, to raise the bar by seven feet, which would make the jump 25 feet. And the the announcers comment that this would be a world record, and Jessica's like, 25 feet is ridiculous. No human could do 25 feet. And I'm sitting here like, I don't know shit. Can a human not do 25 feet? Like, I don't know. uh uh-huh. So, Derek. Oh, did you Google this? I looked this up.
0: I was curious if you would look it up, yeah, because I definitely didn't feel like doing it, but I'm glad that you did. Give me, <laughs>
1: yeah, give me a guess on what the, uh, knowing that he was going to jump about 18 feet and that 25 feet is, at the time uh, or currently, mm-hmm. uh, higher than a human can jump. What would you guess the current, uh, as of 2020, world record for a pole vault jump is?
0: Um, 21 feet. You are so
1: close. It is 20 feet and three and one quarters inch.
0: Wow. So rounded up, I was right. Yeah. Cool. So
1: so it's funny because then what I did was I was like, okay, well, they said that the world record was 18 feet. Were they just throwing that out there or was that accurate? In 1976, the world record was 18 feet and eight inches. Wow. So of all the things that they have never looked up on this show, (laughs) this is one of the things they looked up.
0: I bet someone like on staff just actually actively followed the olympics like and liked it (laughs) and that's why they wrote the episode and that's this just happens to be trivia that they knew anything.
1: they just happen to know like well it's about 18 feet other than that it would be way too high
0: right right
1: (laughs) it would be it would have been really funny though if by the time you and i are recording this episode somebody had cleared like 25 feet (laughs) that would be really fun and this would have just been like totally like not a thing anymore yeah yeah but 25 feet still ridiculous
0: so yeah yeah. Cool. Good to know. I mean, it's good. Yeah. That's actually a good number. Cause it's sort of like, it's not so absurd that like you could imagine maybe someone could break that record eventually at some point possibly, yeah. but it would still be like a huge feat if they did. So. Yeah.
1: You know what it's like? It's like anybody who was writing science fiction in like the sixties and seventies who opted to go for like 2,100 instead of 2020, like uh-huh. really lucked out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> it's not what you thought. <laughs> exactly. Got some time at least. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bruce's eyes glow red right before he attempts to jump and he does it. He, he, be, he clears the jump does great, which, you know, given the whole red eyes thing, you're like, huh, what's going on here? That's odd. Yes. So something, something is afoot. Uh, and that's when we cut to a mysterious location where a mustachioed man and the two green-clad crooks from earlier are watching as Bruce receives his gold medal. Then the mustachioed man celebrates the group winning their first gold medal, which you're like, huh? And he remarks, make ready for number two. And they seal and gather a crate with what appears to have a person inside. What? What's
1: going on? What? Very confusing. So, like, confusing. what's strange is... Even even though this show frequently doesn't tell us things, it, like, doesn't tell us things after it's told us things, right? In this episode, they introduce this guy. They tell us nothing about him, where he is, and then they, like slowly introduce pieces of the puzzle which yeah. feels kind of different for this show
0: it do- oh it absolutely does yeah like
1: they're actually building upon something like building up to a reveal whether mm-hmm. it succeeds based on how it all ends or not is the question <laughs> yeah. i say yes <laughs> sure <laughs> um Depends but I, metrics. <laughs> I, I was very yeah different metrics i was very intrigued at this point because i was like oh they're really not they normally just tell us their whole plan at the ju- at, like at the jump <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah i, I mean it does it it does work for this episode because the plan is very convoluted, but that means that you are sort of learning it as it's unfolding, yeah, which yeah. I think does make it a little more compelling because it's like, well, what the hell are they doing? Anything? Why is this happening? Yeah. Oh, that they're doing that so they can do that so they can do that. Oh, interesting. Even though it's uh, arguable whether or not it makes sense, but you know, it's still <laughs> like the structure of it is very interesting. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Definitely different for the show, so I'm here for it. Yeah. So back at the games, Jessica interviews a weightlifter named Alexis about his alleged back issues during training. Alexis shrugs off the concern and basically says, what does he say? I'm strong as an ox or strong as a something. It's like the only thing he says the whole episode. And he says it a couple times, whatever. He doesn't care. No big deal to Alexis. But his trainer calls him over and says like, hey, buddy, stop fooling around. Time to prepare for the event. There's a whole thing where like Jeff says something stupid. Alexis picks him up. Whatever. Jeff sucks.
0: Yeah. I mean, no surprise. <laughs> yeah. But
1: after Alexis leaves his interview with Jessica, she receives a vision of him being confronted by the two crooks in green. So she's like, oh, shoot. And excuses herself to grab some borscht burgers uh, for Jeff and and, uh, and Billy.
0: I don't I, know. I'm I have a beef about soup. Yeah. So I have a beef about this. Um, a Beef. Not a borscht. Burgers. So like. The whole thing is like she says Borscht burgers and Jeff and Billy are just like so grossed out by this. Yes, Borscht is just beet soup, which means that Borscht burgers are either going to just be beet burgers, which, which exist now. dope, and, by right, the way fucking good i
1: love a beet burger
0: um and <laughs> so good and there are also things called you can like if you can google borch burgers there are recipes people put i'm oh. sure it's like a very recent it's probably like a recent hipster craft burger sure. thing it, it's basically just burgers with like beets and goat cheese on it which again sounds fucking phenomenal i want that yeah. right now uh, but either way stuff is pretty good and jeff and billy act like it's gross and the way that they draw the borch burgers later on is like not at all what it looks like. Fucking like sauerkraut. Yeah, or what did they think borscht was? Right, I think yeah, they legit don't know. They're like funny <laughs> Russian-sounding word. That word sounds ugly. I bet it's disgusting. And it's like, oh, you close-minded fucking hacks. That shit is probably so good. I've never had borscht, but I love beets, so I'm sure it's delicious. I
1: mean, honestly, though, they could have said beet burgers and had gotten the same reaction. And that's I bet true. you a lot of people would be like,
0: yeah, that is gross. That's true, and especially in 1979, like that's a thing until. Yeah. Very recently, that people people are a lot more open minded about it now, and there are still people who would be stupid about it now. Look, too. So that's I'm fair. telling
1: y'all, beet burgers are so good. Beet- I'm not even like everything. super beet. Like you're very pro beet. Everything it sounds like. I haven't yeah. even had a lot of beet stuff. I've just had a lot of beet burgers, and they're fucking good.
0: <laughs> no, beets are the best. I made a pie with beets and like some other fruits. Yeah, uh, but it was still like mostly beet, and it uh, was great. Came out great. Beets are great. Beets are good for everything, and salads and shit. Beet juice is like good for you. I fucking love beets. Beets are great.
1: There you go. Uh, You heard it here. Yeah, beets are great. (laughs) Anyway, very pro. We're a pro borscht podcast. Yeah, dude.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: she's off to get them borscht burgers, which they certainly will not appreciate. And actually, it is funny. You're right. She does actually bring them borscht burgers. Yeah, yeah. uh, which she doesn't have. This show doesn't have to do that. (laughs) Like she could say whatever she wants. But anyway, it is an excuse for her to to walk off in Spider Change uh, and make her way to the locker room. Inside the locker room, she does find Alexis, and she finds the two crooks as well, who have just closed up a wooden crate like the one they had earlier. But we don't see what they were doing with the wooden crate. We can kind of begin to formulate some guesses here. But again, I like that they've built upon, right, this thing that they did. And they're just slowly, slowly peeling back the curtain as to what's going on. I don't know. Maybe it's because my expectations for the storytelling on the show are so low. But I was just like, all right, cool. (laughs) Let's keep this up.
0: Sure, sure. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. So, you know, after a brief conversation, she scares the dudes off. They flee with the crate. Spider-Woman checks on uh, Alexis, like who, you know, to her, I think seems to be fine. Uh, but we as the audience, at least, very clearly see that his eyes also glow red, which we know means something is afoot, even if we don't exactly know what that means yet.
1: Yeah, this um, is a fault of the episode. They don't make it clear whether or not the red eyes are perceived by jessica or not
0: yeah i because
1: yeah i think you can you can you can sort of operate uh on the rule that like it's just for us to know mm-hmm. but i do think there's one moment uh later in the episode that that maybe conflicts with that so i'm, I'm kind of unsure
0: yeah well actually i'm not even sure which one you're talking about i think i might have missed that so we'll see when we she's get to just that.
1: able to identify who androids are later Oh, that's sorry. No, I just right. spoiled how that works. No,
0: you're <laughs> right. You're right on the plane. I did. I forgot. That didn't yeah. even occur to me. You're right. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. In this case, it seems I like mean, she doesn't see it because she's not suspicious of it yeah. yet. Uh, or she thinks it was just a trick of the light and doesn't really think about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, later at the weightlifting event, uh, Alexis achieves a world record with one hand, which like the pole vaulting thing is very suspicious because like no human should be able to like lift this giant like deadlifting like whatever thousand pound <laughs> shit weight yeah. with one hand. Even though Alexis is like a gigantic man, yeah, uh, it's still it's still very suspicious. So this one I didn't
1: look up because I don't know enough about weightlifting to know what they were doing. Yeah, and I don't think the writers kinds. did either. They just literally called it weightlifting,
0: right? Yeah, like I I, I assume it's probably like deadlifting the like the but way he lifts he it over his it. head. I think you lift deadlifting over your head, too, don't you? Oh, okay.
1: I don't know. I think so. Um, I learned all this once and then promptly forgot it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the writers don't fucking know that, yeah. Yeah, All that matters is some kind of weightlifting thing, and he shouldn't be able to do it. And now that's two records being broken by people from two different countries um, like at the same event, and obviously that's kind of – Strange, uh, given absurdly
1: breaking records,
0: absurdly breaking records, and you know, that combined with like weirdos like gassing people and shit. (laughs) Obviously, something (laughs) is afoot, even if it's not clear what that is. Yeah. Um, so Jessica, obviously, like, this is so the most obvious thing you could possibly do in this situation is like, I guess I'll just like, you know, go undercover by entering the Olympics as an athlete. I'm just gonna be a long day jumper. Of. The day just a of walk-on
1: competitor. <laughs>
0: walk-on competitor. She has a coach <laughs> later. Where did he come from?
1: I mean, it- I guess <laughs> like I guess in in a world where this is like a movie or a, a fuller te- like episode of television there's like the scene where she like wows the coach and he's like well we can't not have you compete you know what i I mean like you're a phenom but like (laughs) but i love that this episode doesn't do that i love it they don't and also like
0: jeff and billy just have to accept that like (laughs) they're Uh just like
1: well jeff never does well that's true he doesn't right away
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's hilarious is what it is (laughs)
1: Well, because then I was also like, okay, what event is she going to compete in? Like, what what is she going to sign up for? I was like, is it going to be a joke or is, is it going to be sincere? And it's sincere. It, yep. They don't play it for a joke. It's not like she's signing up for the Olympics of like, I don't even know what it would be.
0: Power walking. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, it's, a,
1: it's a real event. Yeah. It's long also <laughs> a long jump. It's literally an event she could win anyway. Right. Like when she was talking about no human could jump 25 feet, I'm like, you literally do that. Like, I know you mean, I know you mean regular human, but like. Jessica Drew could win any of these.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess that's why she's so confident in like going undercover for it. Right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. could, she could feasibly do it. I think probably her intention is that she'd do it and not absurdly break records or, <laughs> or maybe she would intend to, to do her Jessica Drew thing and like fake it and pretend to like trip or break a nail or something oh, like yeah. that. Be like, Oh no, Jeff help me or whatever. You know, like the bullshit that she does to cover identity. <laughs> like we, but we never see her actually participate. Uh, yeah because uh, of unfortunately. Next,
1: so. Yeah. But she kind of knows, right? Like she she basically is trying to like she suspects something's happening to the athlete. So she fully knows that she's going undercover as an athlete to have something happen to her, which is like pretty bold.
0: <laughs> Good point. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Pretty bold. Yeah. Um, well something does happen to her cuz just before the event Right before she's supposed to go on, she receives word that she has a telephone call, and when she takes it, she's ambushed by those two crooks in green again. They stun her with some stun ray or whatever. Oof. Yeah, then we kind of see what's really going on, because they replace her with an android replica and stash her in a crate.
1: They just have a perfect android of this athlete that no one knew was competing until 30 minutes ago. Yep. (laughs)
0: My headcanon My head, canon, my head canon is that this episode takes place before before Kingpin. Exa- yes, back. you and
1: I have the exact same thought, yeah.
0: and this <laughs> is where she got her robot from. Yes, yes. Oh,
1: I'm so glad you said that because that was yeah. my exact thought that this episode's actually out of order yeah. and needed to happen before Kingpin strikes back because right. that gives us an explanation as to where her android came from.
0: Yeah, yeah. It actually incredible incredible that. the they writers
1: act- are actually brilliant and they just released the episodes in the wrong yeah. order
0: yeah so i'm sure somewhere before the end of the season we're going to see an episode where she is introduced to like this entire <laughs> civilization of like one foot tall people uh-huh. uh that are just exact duplicates of humans <laughs> but just tiny that's gonna happen spoiler alert amazing um. Yeah, so there's an android Jessica now, and Jessica's trapped in a crate. The android returns to the arena where Billy notes that she is acting kind of funny, and Jeff, Jeff suspects it's because she knows she's going to lose. It's like, dude, she's going undercover, asshole. Like, what? Right. Come on. Like,
1: it's just, like, she's not intending to win, dummy. Yeah, he's mean for no reason. Jeff sucks. <laughs> he sucks so bad. God. He sucks.
0: Fire. Jeff, <laughs>
1: seriously. Uh, seriously? maybe uh,
0: Jessica only lets Jeff stay employed because she knows if she, if she ever had another photographer, like they would be smart enough to potentially like get in on her secret, like to be aware of it. Like none of them are ever going to be as stupid as an Jeff, actual so
1: investigative photographer might figure her out. Right. So it's sort mm. of like
0: Jeff being there is sort of like a, like a, like kind of, um, Oh my
1: yeah, God. She needs him to be an idiot.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's right. Wow. I hate that for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wish she just, I wish Billy knew and I wish she just had like another photographer who was also in on it. I would just wish she had like two people who knew. Yeah. And they could just be a little team together.
0: No. That's what I want for her. Yep. instead she's stuck with Jeff only because she Uh. knows she can kind of control him a little bit. Yep. Oh well. Um yeah, but to B- Jeff and Billy's shock, Jessica wins the gold medal in long jump.
1: And by our theory, Jeff shocked because he didn't think she could do it and Billy shocked because he knows that she shouldn't have won.
0: Right. And also Jessica Drew as we know is like a world Ooh, no. This also what, if what, this what? takes place before the Kingpin strikes back, <gasps> this, this is why, is why everyone why knows who she everyone is. Everyone knows who she is because she's Derek. like the person who's like random oh gold medalist God. in the Olympics.
1: Right. She's famous because she signed up the day of the Olympics and won a gold medal. Oh my God. You fucking cracked it. Wow. Incredible. Kingpin Strikes Back, best episode of the series, because (laughs) this is also the best episode of the series. (laughs) Yes. Amazing.
0: Oh man. I love it. (laughs) So good. So
1: good. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. (sighs)
1: Well, back at the mustachioed man's hideout, he remarks that his plan has worked. Every country in the world now has an android athlete with a gold medal around their neck. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. Every great. country Love that in you the succeeded. world.
0: Every country in the world, buddy. I don't think buddy, that that's true. Every country in the world doesn't even
1: compete in the Olympics.
0: Right. Also, sorry. Some of them have like two
1: athletes competing
0: exactly and jessica and bruce are from the same country that's the thing is that you we do see a the bunch same of the city ki- <laughs> we do see a bunch of the kidnapped athletes later and like the majority of them are wearing usa shirts so yeah. how many usa winners did they have yeah
1: oh well <laughs> i mean just even the literal like logistics of his plan i mean <laughs> they don't they don't add up when it's- we see it happen they don't add up at all uh, not a good plan (laughs) they bit off more than they could chew with this plan those writers Uh did
0: (laughs) a little bit a little bit a little bit
1: but we don't know what that plan is quite yet because again they continue to build so he says that he has succeeded in getting all these android athletes gold medals we don't know why but he does say we're ready for phase two so he says hey crooks get rid of the evidence go kill all those athletes that we kidnapped and replaced with androids because we can't have anybody find them. So let's just just massacre some Olympians. (laughs) Cool. Cool. So they load up a truck with all the stunned athletes and attempt to drive them off of a broken bridge. But Jessica wakes up, luckily, because that's a horrible plan. (laughs) I know. And she does so just in time to spider change and save the truck with a web parachute, Yay. baby. You dig it. You dig it. <laughs> I wasn't sure how she was going to do it. I was like thinking of ways, and mm-hmm. I should have thought of that, and I didn't. So imagine my delight.
0: Love it. I love anytime we see a web parachute. Me too. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well, on the plane trip home, Billy is like, hey, Jessica, can I see your medal? And she just says, No. <laughs> <laughs> that's it I Android Jessica jessica's so funny i love android and jessica because <laughs> jeff and billy are just like huh that's weird okay
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> gold medals really gone to her head huh kiddo
0: I, no i truly love i love i love android and jessica so because because we do see her Uh, you know, just living Jessica's life, basically Mm -hmm. Spider-Woman, you know, hitched her out on the plane. She looks in, this is what you were referring to earlier. Like she sees all the, a bunch of athletes like eyes flash red. Uh, So she's like, oh shit, it's a plane full of androids, including the Android of her. So she's like, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to suss out this plan by following the Android of myself and seeing what she does. Right. And what her Android does is just, like live jessica drew's life for a little just while and do her job
1: go to work <laughs> you know she goes to
0: work she just
1: goes to it's work
0: so funny she just goes to work <laughs> and is just kind of cold and snaps at people yeah. that's that's her whole deal right uh-huh. now it's so funny they programmed the jessica drew <laughs> android that they built in like 30 minutes to like to be know the editor of a magazine to, to know how to be the editor of a magazine. <laughs> it's incredible i i mean like i i'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit i know but like i was half expecting like because we see her typing like a long time and i was half expecting like jeff and billy to like see what she was typing and it's like binary or gibberish or something but like like,
1: push her over because she hasn't moved in like hours or something
0: but no for all that we see she's like literally writing the article that she should be (laughs)
1: writing yeah she's fully replaced jessica drew
0: (laughs) yeah she just
1: doesn't talk quite as well Right. Which, is gr- which is hilarious
0: it's so funny it's so funny it's like oh if all the things you got right that's the thing you couldn't figure out is how to mimic human speech but everything else she mimics perfectly okay well actually
1: okay wait 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 here's the thing though she's the only android we see speaking like that so it is the one thing that they couldn't quite program perfectly in 30 minutes okay that's because fair. they couldn't study her that's you know fair. they were able to make her the editor of a magazine but there are other editors of magazines. Maybe they've got that programmed in somewhere.
0: Oh, good point. <laughs>
1: Dang. But what her a- voice pattern—they
0: <laughs> didn't know that yet. Oh, that vocal. Bo- Joe and Van Ark kills it as a robot Jessica. It's so, so funny. Bizarrely, like off kilter. I it's hope like, she it's- loved it. I know. Cause cause it's, I love like, it. it's not fully robotic is the thing. It's sort of like halfway there to robotic, which makes it so like funny and distinct and weird. Uh-huh. It's great.
1: It's great. It's so good. It's like a robot halfway to talking like a human.
0: Right. It's great. I dig <laughs> it. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, I, I skipped ahead a little bit because we do, before we That's see Jessica right. actually working or the <laughs> robot actually working, uh, we do cut again to the mustachio man's hideout and he's revealing the next phase of his plan, which Guys, this is going to make so much sense. So much sense. You're, it's it all gonna clicks like, into place here. All clicks into place here. So the reason he's replaced all of these Olympic athletes with androids is because he gave them – he replaced the gold medals that they won with these other gold medals that are these hypnotic medallions, right? So every gold medalist uh, can now use their medallions to mind control people that they're around and since he has one gold medalist from every country in the world pres- according to him that means that like anytime they're giving a presentation in their respective countries which they which, all do
1: at the exact same time
0: oh of course that's why you know in some places they're giving it, these presentations in the middle of the night of course um so we As see a, do. a number of people across different countries that activate the fake medals hypnotize the people that are around them and according to our mustachioed man that means that the entire earth full entire population (laughs) will soon be under his control with his master control medallion no no holes checks out no notes perfect
1: plan oh okay i was gonna ask questions but you're right it's perfect (laughs) hello amazing friends we just wanted to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular enough patrons Bo, eric steve carl katie mike lillian and douglas
0: if you would like to support our show too our way of saying thanks is by giving you lots of cool spidey goodies you'll have early access to all our episodes including our amas where we answer your burning questions about anything and everything and we mean everything
1: if you join us at our five dollar spectacular level you get to hear us let loose and talk about wackier stuff in our after dark commentaries or our movie commentaries, where we watch every single Spidey-related theatrical film, from the Raimi films, to Amazing Spider-Man, to Spider-Verse, Venom, Avengers Endgame, and more.
0: And at our amazing tier, we'll invite you to be a guest on our show. That's right, you. You.
1: You all make our show better, whether it's by sending us Word Snappers words, making us fan art, joining our Discord community, or just listening to us every week. This is our way of saying thank you for supporting this show and inspiring us to dip into media even we didn't realize was on our
0: radar. Whatever tier you opt into, thank you so much. Whether you're an avid listener or just stopping by, we appreciate you. From your friendly neighborhood podcasters, thank you.
1: A couple things. <laughs> Every country in the world consists of the United States of America, the Soviet Union, Nambia, and unidentified Asian country. That's that's all the countries of the world, in case you were wondering. Uh (laughs) That's it. That's all it takes. (laughs) I just think it's such a funny way to represent... All the countries of the world. I will say it is in line with this show's attempt at showing different locations throughout the world. So that's cool, I guess. But it's just so funny to me that it's like the entire population. And it's like four guys in an unidentified asian country, three people in a village in nambia somewhere, <laughs> like a poorly attended event in central park, yeah. and like billy and jeff. like it's, just, it's
0: right just like such why is funny... jessica giving one of these presentations to like world leaders? i don't she's know, like
1: probably the most famous one of them at this yeah, point. right. <laughs> she's a phenom. um so funny. Oh, the other boy. thing, now this is a question, i i I dare not ask, but I must, you know, I, I just, I hate to come at the writers like this for such a perfect episode, Yeah. Uh-huh. but why do these need to be androids? I guess. Oh, well, cause they have to win their event. Okay. That's right. I was going to say, why do they need to be androids if he's just replacing all their gold medals anyway, but he needed to guarantee they won.
0: Yeah. But I why mean...
1: couldn't he just, Oh, cause he needs one from every country. I was gonna say, why couldn't he just guarantee He's giving it to the favored person to win, but then he can't guarantee they win. It just seems like so. <laughs> like
0: yeah, I replacing guess. Replacing like, them
1: with androids and replacing their medals is so funny to me. I guess it's just a security measure, but. It's
0: very convoluted, but <laughs> I a guess lot it's, of work. it's not needlessly convoluted. It's just the yeah. planet was always weird.
1: It was just always weird, yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah. He needed to guarantee they won, so that one could go to every country. Yeah, again, like I
0: said, no notes, all checks yeah. out, perfect plan.
1: Yeah, I should have. I should have asked. Yeah, I was wrong. I told you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> sure enough, at Justice Magazine, Spider Woman, who is still watching the Jessica Android, begins to sense that something bad is about to happen, which is. Another interesting way that her spider sense has decided to work because she doesn't get a vision of what it is this time. She just has a sense of impending doom. We've never really seen that before, have we? No. So cool. Her powers are evolving. So she <laughs> she sees like, or she feels that something bad's gonna happen. She sees that the Jessica android is finally ready to leave work. So she's like, okay, I'm gonna get ahead of this. I'm gonna go down to the entrance. I know she's gonna leave the building. So she actually like, stops watching the android, which turns out to be a huge mistake, because when she's not watching, the Jessica android attempts to activate its hypnotizing medallion, uh, which I guess is just supposed to hypnotize Jeff and Billy for the time being. When it fails, because the elevator doors close too fast,
0: <laughs> oh, wow!
1: <laughs> she gets frustrated and smashes the controls, and Jeff and Billy plummet multiple stories until the car gets stuck. Um I don't really know how it got stuck, but it is hanging by some fraying ropes, of course, as all elevators in TV and movies are wont to do.
0: Android Jessica is definitely not the most effective of the uh Olympic androids, but again, I guess we can chalk it up to <laughs> being built in a rush.
1: Yeah. She's a rush job, yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, i do like that she like seems to have emotions she definitely feels anger and frustration mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yep she's mad she's oh, mad
0: boy yeah so outside the android is like well now to do my job and she just starts hypnotizing everyone just walking on the street <laughs> <laughs> which you know
1: is the whole population of new york city of
0: course of course everyone in this like very small half mile radius is why hypnotized. does it work
1: this way why aren't they just anten why isn't each one an individual antenna why does she need to blast them in the face for this to work <laughs> It's a real flaw in this plan.
0: Pretty massive flaw because (laughs) all you have to do is just, like, knock her down and, like, there you go. Not hypnotizing
1: anyone anymore. No, that's not going to (laughs) happen. That's definitely not going to happen.
0: Yeah, so, you know, Spider-Woman confronts the android. She is... she goes to, you know, she goes to confront her, but she's interrupted by a vision of Jeff and Billy's predicament and recognizes, oh, shit, uh, I, they're going to die if I don't get to them right now. So she does have to, like, leave the android, go back to the elevator. She rises at the shaft um, just as Jeff is, like, fucking everything up because he's like, I could save us because I'm a man. And his action is to press buttons on the elevator. Yeah, What did you he- think was happening? Could His
1: thought it? is that if an obviously super powered, world famous superhero can do it, he can do it. What is it, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> what is it in this scenario? <laughs>
0: he presses a button all that does is basically make the rope break faster so the elevator is careening he very nearly kills himself and billy uh but of course you know jessica or spider woman is able to like rescue them just in time before it crashes uh and jeff is like yeah i did all that see
1: i did it billy i did it
0: great cool
1: Well, back outside, the police have arrived, and they have surrounded the android Jessica. So she hypnotizes them, of course. And this will definitely matter, uh, using the police against the city of New York. Oh, wait, it doesn't. Because (laughs) before she can continue hypnotizing people, Spider-Woman arrives, dodges a hypnoblast herself, and Venom blasts the android into a dozen pieces.
0: (laughs) See, that's the thing, is that what hypnotizing people all it does is just make them like stand there stupefied yeah. like they they aren't my being mind-controlled to do anything yeah it's not like they're turning into an army or whatever because
1: the androids can't control them only the mustachioed man can control them he's going to control three billion people or trillion or whatever it is i don't know what the population was in 79 he's going to control that many people by himself <laughs> buddy
0: oh man yeah, so androids destroyed already. Spider-Woman notices a radio speaker on the android, and hears a message from the mustachio man instructing all the androids to return to Moscow. So good job, buddy. Now Spider-Woman knows exactly where to go.
1: <laughs> yep. And so she takes the fake metal. She poses as the android Jessica in order to infiltrate the android reunion in Moscow, where we finally learn the name of this man his name is jacques larod which like i said earlier means absolutely nothing not a reveal because he was created for this season no one knows who he is no one there knows who he is jessica doesn't know who he is (laughs) why did you hide his name (laughs) if he wasn't somebody we already knew Uh this isn't mysterio (laughs) what is going on anyway He has a name, Jacques LaRod, and he declares himself king of the world now that everybody's been
0: hypnotized. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. Like, 20 people, maybe tops, have been hypnotized. The
1: whole world has been hypnotized. (laughs) Didn't you know? (laughs) And he has no way... To check on this clearly, because Jessica is not hypnotized, he has no way to confirm that the entire population of the world is hypnotized. Clearly, he doesn't even have
0: like a tracker on his robots, like because this person he doesn't know that one
1: of them just got destroyed.
0: Oh boy, he can't tell that
1: androids are androids, but Jessica somehow can
0: tighten some screws, buddy. Come on, Jacques, Jacques, Jacques.
1: He's got some literal loose screws, probably.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) So, he declares himself king of the world, like I said, and tells the robots that now that everyone's hypnotized, they can just do whatever they want, and and they should all collect riches for him. Why do the androids need to do it, Jacques, when you've hypnotized the whole world? I think you're right. I think it honestly is just meant to be a stun ray, and it would make a lot more sense if it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, all the androids activate, except, of course, the Jessica one, because it's actually Jessica Drew. So, she spider changes and, like, makes herself known, not really being that sneaky. And so, all the androids chase her around, and they end up by a pool. An Olympic pool, I guess. Or, sorry, a world athletic whatever pool. pool, Games pool. And she defeats them with a really sick, gnarly cannonball. Yeah. She just gets them all wet. And they're destroyed. That's it. Yep. These androids are very durable. (laughs) Were no androids winning swimming events?
0: Oh, I guess not. At
1: the World Athletic Games?
0: Yeah, I guess not. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Interesting. (laughs) I guess if you have a country competing in every other event... You can just leave the swimming stuff off, perhaps. I yeah, don't I mean, know how many events there are.
0: How many events even
1: are there, Jacques?
0: Yeah, how many countries there are, are there? Definitely more countries than there are events, uh, no matter what. So,
1: <laughs> I, I would, I would assume. Um, I, I guess I don't actually know.
0: I'm positive. <laughs> there but are like, a lot, okay, there but are lots the, of if, countries. <laughs>
1: but if you think about, but but there are so many swimming events. I guess so. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't know where I would put my bet on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know pretty firmly that there's more countries than there are events. So <laughs> I don't know if that's individual
1: countries competing in the Olympics. than there are individual events in the Olympics. I guess competing.
0: Okay. Competing in the Olympics. Like specifically, There are more yes.
1: athletes competing for sure, because not everybody's I'm winning, think, but I'm
0: thinking literally countries in the world, because that's what he's been saying. And Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah, every yeah, yeah, country. Yeah. No, that's a very good point. Yeah. So, that's a very good point.
1: Yeah. 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 Whatever. Cause he said every single country is getting a medal.
0: Yeah. Good point. Right. Good
1: point. Good point. Yeah. I forgot. These are the World Athletic Games, not the Olympics. Doug, come on. Get with yeah, it. It's different. <laughs> anyway, she's soaked all the androids. None of them were swimming. <laughs> They're all ruined. And so Jock is like, I guess I'll have to do this. So he charges at her. Spider-Woman supercharges a shot put shot and launches it at a statue that falls on Jock.
0: So if and- he's a human, which she assumes that he is, she would have just murdered this guy because an entire statue fell on him.
1: Totally. Because she either meant to hit him or the statue, which falls on him. Yeah. Either way, she's killing this man. <laughs> I mean, I which seems I don't know, whatever. Took control of the whole world.
0: <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess he does kind of suck. So. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I don't know that she needs to kill him, but yeah, huh?
0: Be a brutal way to die too. <laughs> I mean, it's really brutal. <laughs> marble statue fall on you. Like, Although,
1: wait, Derek, remember she somehow is able to identify androids.
0: Oh well, yeah, maybe she figured it out.
1: And when the statue falls on him, it's revealed that he is an android because he breaks apart like an android. Yeah. So she's like, oh, wait, he was an android the whole time.
0: Now, she was surprised when that happened. So she didn't know when she dropped the <laughs> statue on him. She full on was ready to kill this man. Fair. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, that's enough, right? Oh, weird twist that the main bad guy was also an android. Huh? I remember yeah. going to get kind of a, you an know, explanation for why, what a twist, you know? And I mean, like, it's a weird, it's weird. And it's sort of like, well, why? Maybe, you know, it, He's just an evil android that wants to take over the world, right? Like, I guess that kind of you could explain that further, but I could sort of see that they just say that he's an evil android and leave it at that, right? Yeah, like,
1: it explains why he wanted to turn yeah. everyone into androids, yeah, why you're still using android. I mean, it's a perfect it's, twist. Yeah. It's the perfect way to end this episode. It really, I mean, yeah. you have to think about it a little bit, but like, what's a, a little twist. bit? Un, it's
0: a little bit what underbaked. A it's a little bit underbaked, but it is a, it's a twist that fits, <laughs> and it's a it's a sci-fi trope that makes sense. Yeah, totally yeah.
1: completed the story. Uh, definitely won't be any other twists. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Derek. He's not just an android.
0: She reaches inside of the android. And I'm like, why is she doing that? Is she going to reach out like his android heart? Or like, what are you doing? Why are you reaching inside of Rip out, of out his android, android heart and shatter it. Why is she reaching inside of him? She's reaching inside of him because she noticed that there's just a little tiny man <laughs> inside of the android. <laughs> He looks like the android version of him. He's just a tiny version of his giant. This is like not giant. His human size. He's a human size human size android. You assume that he's a guy, but no. There's another guy. Just a guy, just a little tiny guy. Just like dre- a six
1: inch man, like a full grown man, but only six inches.
0: Dressed entirely the same. Like he has the same <laughs> outfit, the same facial hair. He's just a six inch version of the android that was human size. And he's just a guy. He's just a tiny guy. He's, he's a little, just a tiny guy. He's just a little tiny guy.
1: He's just a little guy, Derek. What? Where, he's just he- a little guy.
0: Why? Where did he come? Come from? he was, Why is you he know, a tiny guy? He's just a tiny you know, guy. He's just he's just a little tiny guy. <laughs> and he's wh-
1: just and, a little tiny guy piloting an android just... that's a bigger guy version of himself.
0: And Spider Woman is just like, well, of course, <laughs> of course, it was it was it was the tiny guy all along. <laughs> this explains everything. <laughs> I truly this. These things – this show has, like, broken my brain, like, a little bit before where it's just like, well, that's absurd. I truly don't – What is this? Like, there's some <laughs> – And there's no explanation. I, I don't think no, He doesn't – does, He doesn't – He doesn't
1: – He doesn't clarify his plan for why – him being just a little guy motivates him to take over like, the world it's not
0: even like oh well you know it's weird but here's a weird origin story like he was born a tiny man or he's like a tiny alien human and, or, or he was a tiny robot or he was just like because he was like a mutant that just happened to be six inches tall like he always, he always held a grudge against, against these athletes who could do amazing things and so that's he has a grudge so that's it's all coming from some kind of vengeance or resent no he's just a tiny guy Piloting a human robot version of himself, doing is, this for some reason. He is truly
1: just a tiny He's man. Just a tiny piloting man. a regular sized man robot who decides to take over the world.
0: He's just a tiny man That's inside of the human man sized <laughs> robot. He's just a tiny guy inside of another guy. He's He's a tiny guy
1: inside a guy. Guy
0: inside a guy. A guy, inside a guy. <laughs> I can't. I. How do they I, come
1: up with these things?
0: I just. How do they do like, this? Was there more to it? And then they ran out of time and we're just like, well, we're, we're done script over.
1: I just, I just don't- okay. I posited this when we were talking about the return of Kingpin. The only way I could imagine coming up with something like this is firing off at least a dozen other ideas that make sense and deciding we can't use them and then running out of ideas and then that's where inspiration strikes, where you've just completely run out of ideas that make sense. So the, the, the first thing that is completely inexplicable is the thing you use. Like, how else do you come up with this? This couldn't have been a tiny guy in a android man plot first, right? It could have been.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's where it started. Like somebody had the idea of like, oh god, I really want to do an episode where there's a tiny man inside of a human sized android. That would be so fun. And then sort of like they wrote this plot outside of that, but then the plot became so convoluted and so big that they They ended up ran
1: out of time to explore the tiny man.
0: Yeah, like that's because there's no other connection to the story other than that. Like there's nothing else that makes sense. Like I feel like you start. you had to have started with this idea, and then it just. Became, it became too big and too unwieldy for them to go further, but they didn't want to get rid of the tiny man thing because that was the uh, original kernel of the idea, so they just kept it in, right? I don't think it, it, it makes sense the other way. It doesn't make it, it, any it, sense the other, it other it direction. It cannot
1: make sense the other way. But what's funny is you would think that this would start with, let's do an Olympics episode, but it simply can't have. Those had to have been completely separate ideas. Yeah. <laughs> They already knew they wanted to do an Olympics episode, and somebody in the room wanted to do a tiny guy in a man-sized robot (laughs) episode.
0: Just one of those ideas ended up kind of winning out, unfortunately. (laughs) Or fortunately, because you know what? I'm never going to forget this episode.
1: I love this. Okay, Derek. What's been really great about watching this show, uh, the 67 show, and not yet the 81 show, but I wouldn't be surprised if it eventually produces some nuggets like this, is I am actually kind of loving a lot of these, like, one-time made-for-the-series villains because they're so weird. And I just want so badly to, like, have somebody revive these completely off-the-wall, like, Z-list villains for, like, some sort of weird, offbeat story where they get together and make their own weird little, like like group of like forgotten villains and it's not even like a a brand new idea it's just that like some of these characters are so ridiculous like the candle guy the wax guy parafino yes dr magneto this guy dr magneto like i want them in a contemporary setting being just as stupid and inexplicable but like together they are dangerous because they're so off the rails. Yeah. I want it so bad. The, and this is power one for comes me. From how this...
0: unexpected they are. Like yes. the power comes from that you literally can't predict what's going to happen. Yes. Because they don't fundamentally don't make sense yes. as characters to begin it, with.
1: They don't make sense. And Jacques Lerade has joined the ranks. I want Jacques Lerade. He's just a little guy in a man-sized robot suit. That's all he is. That's his just, entire thing. And he probably guy. is good at robotics or something, but not even that good cuz his androids kind of suck. He's just a little guy. That's his whole thing. <laughs> it's just a little guy. Just a tiny guy. Are, I love him. And I like, lo- I would die for him, I think.
0: I think he's the <laughs> the best character we have ever seen on any Spider-Man show that we've ever covered. It's amazing. Potentially potentially my favorite character of any of them. It's I want so much more of him i want to be with him i want to be him i want everything i want to know <laughs> everything about him you want to be a tiny him.
1: guy in a it large just... u-sized android suit <laughs>
0: kind of sounds like kind of sounds like a blast to be honest my question that i have because this episode clear obviously as we made very clear does not go any more deeply into Ooh. any of this Spider Woman, I think, says like they're they're all androids or something. Like I assumed, referring to his henchmen, but then we don't we don't really see any more of his henchmen. So do you think his no. henchmen are also tiny guys inside of robots? I don't want them to be. I, want, I don't I want, want them to be either. I want, I want them to, to be the be only only random. Tiny guy.
1: Like yeah, I want Jacques to be the only tiny guy. I want it not to be explained. I don't want him to be a mutant. Yeah. I don't want him to be an inhuman. I don't want there to be yeah. any. Exp- I just I I purely want Jacques Larad to have been born a tiny guy. Yeah, and that's gonna... it. He's so just, just be he's like just born a tiny guy. He's perfectly healthy. He's just a tiny guy. Yeah.
0: He's like, he's like dark Stuart Little. Like, they don't explain why Stuart Little is a mouse who can talk. He just is. And he's like Stuart Little, but like, he's not even a mouse. Yes. He's just a tiny human.
1: Uh, no, I don't, yeah, no, I don't want his, his henchmen to, to yeah. be tiny guys. I, I agree. I, and I don't even, I don't e- we, we have no idea why he even has henchmen. How does he have henchmen?
0: They might I don't be know. they could be robots. I think they could be they robots. Could be robots. They could be
1: robots. They could just be hired hands yeah. who don't even know he's a tiny guy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Jacques Lerade so much.
0: Beautiful, perfect character.
1: Perfect. No Truly. one's written a better character ever Truly. in the history of tiny guys.
0: Just a tiny guy. It's just a tiny guy.
1: <laughs> oh. There's literally nothing else worth talking about, but the episode does end with a scene that doesn't involve Jacques Larod, so it's pointless. Um yeah. It's it's just Jessica finding Jeff and Billy in the elevator and Jeff being a piece of shit. So
0: Yeah. But she gives him a medal for it. Literally. Stupid. Hate it. Yeah, and hate you know what? It. Jeff also isn't. Jeff also isn't a tiny guy inside of a jeff size robot. So fuck you, Jeff. You know jeff.
1: what? Jeff sucks so much that that wouldn't even help. No. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't even help.
0: Wouldn't even help. You
1: could never be a tiny guy in a jeff size robot suit, Jeff. You could never.
0: <sighs> no. No. Fuck you, Jeff. I love God. this episode, Derek. stan... Jacques LaRod to death. I hank Jacques LaRod to death. Perfect.
1: I just love this episode. This, this might be my favorite episode of spider I Spider-Man. think it's
0: the best one. I think it's just objectively the best episode.
1: I think this episode and Kingpin Returns, I think, are just my favorite two episodes yeah. of this. One, because there is an accidental interconnectivity between the two. Mm-hmm. Because, again, the Jessica android was blown up and destroyed... Or at least disassembled, yeah, in front of Justice Magazine. So it's totally believable that Jessica just retrieved that android, fixed it up, and that's now the Spider Woman robot.
0: Yeah, I think that's perfect. I love it. And, the and fact maybe that she everyone... didn't
1: even do that until the Kingpin Returns episode. Mm-hmm. Like, she couldn't like, well, in the closet. Yeah, I have
0: these pieces, so I'll put it, just reassemble it and do a quick reprogramming. Because I'm Jessica Drew. I know how to do that. Yeah. I'm a fucking badass. She does that. But there's yeah. just
1: something about these two episodes that were just. So wildly unpredictable! I just never could have. Truly. I never could have. I'm. I couldn't. I couldn't. It's
0: truly avant
1: garde. I'm just not art, good enough. Art. Yeah. It's uh, yeah.
0: Like I yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't make something so funny. Yes. it's so funny. It's so funny. It's oh, beautiful! It's great.
1: Beautiful episode. No complaints. No perfect zero flaws.
0: A, A plus. A plus plus.
1: <laughs> Jacques Larad, top ten. Yeah. Of what it's, everything.
0: Everything. Yes, absolutely.
1: (sighs) Well, there are some faces in the episode. One of them is Billy's face in the elevator when Jeff takes credit (laughs) for saving them. And it's it's not a face that means anything, but it's supposed to be Billy's Jeff, you idiot, you clearly didn't do this face. It's just a fucked up face.
0: Yeah, it really is. I don't know how to
1: describe it other than it's not right.
0: His body looks kind of weird in it too. Like everything, yeah. his whole anatomy—it's all—it's yeah. all Billy's all janked up uh, in this one shot. Yeah. Maybe he's a. Maybe he's. You know what? <laughs> I would be here for Billy being a robot with a little tiny Billy inside. I think Billy's, cool. Billy's also a tiny guy. Billy's awesome. Billy could be a tiny guy. I'd be okay. Billy's with that. an
1: honorary tiny guy at the very yeah. least.
0: Yeah, he's an honorary tiny guy. <laughs> Incredible.
1: Um, and then just the, the, I, I gasped, I genuinely gasped when she venom blasted Jessica Android and Jessica Android fell on the ground in like pieces, but like with wires and a spine and everything connecting the pieces. Like I wasn't prepared. It's, it's oh, carnage.
0: It really is. It really is. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's the spine it's really
1: gets me. That's the part that really gets me.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yep. <sighs> so that's something too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I specifically didn't grab the tiny guy. Be- like on the off chance that somebody is like, Oh, they watched this episode. Maybe I should watch it before I listen to this.
0: Oh yeah. Cause you have to Just- experience tiny guy for yourself. I'll make sure to keep it out of the description to like i'll hype up how this is truly one of the best gonzo episodes of anything we've ever watched but without revealing the the, the tiny guy i I won't spoil tiny guy because it it doesn't do it justice you could just be like there's a tiny guy in this episode people be like what the fuck does that mean right
1: and it's not like an episode i've ever heard anyone talk about so it's not like it's not like the type of thing oh. where where the average person, I mean, that's probably the case with a lot of these episodes with Spider-Woman, yeah. but still like, it's not like a famous episode either. So it's, I, I think most people who watch this will have the same experience as us.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, Beautiful.
1: so good. So Brilliant. good. It's truly, truly a gem and
0: a gift. 10 out of 10. Two thumbs up. <laughs> every award. <sighs> Give it every award. <laughs> I...
1: I, there's there's no we are not no. worthy of a transition no. or a segue
0: there there are no tiny guys that in are our, in our patreon unfortunately unfortunately but i would still recommend going there anyway if you want to support us and find some bonus content patreon.com slash snappers. we do plenty of bonus episodes um at every level so check us out there if you want to uh want to want to just like throw throw a couple bucks our way to show us that you appreciate us and because we appreciate you we'll give you lots of uh Lots of extra goodies for that reason. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you can also check out our Discord if you want to pop in there, have some fun conversations. If you want to have your talk about your experience with discovering the tiny guy of the spider woman oh Uh we'd love to we'd love to hear your reaction. Um and and we can all just uh stand slash Hank uh our, our tiny guy <laughs> Jacques Lerod together. Uh, there's a link for that probably in our show notes and our social media. Or you can just ask us for it if uh, if you're having trouble finding it for any reason. Uh, If you'd like to find us individually online, where can we find you, Doug?
1: Sure, you can find me on Twitter at IckyBully, where if you you scroll back a couple weeks, you can understand why I hank things instead of stand them. Um, You can also find me on another podcast called Victory Road. It's a Pokemon podcast. If you like Pokemon things, we explore the world in all sorts of ways through all sorts of... Uh, different crossovers with all sorts of guests. Um, and if you like books and video games, you can listen to me on a podcast called Novel Gaming, where I catch up with my friends Katie and Vicky on all the media we've been consuming lately. What about you, Derek?
0: Sure, you can find me being a tiny guy on my Twitter at Derek B. Gale. <laughs> you can also find my podcast Gimmicks, which is a new podcast about the high-concept, structure-breaking, experimental gimmick episodes of television, where I have a different guest and different show every week that I talk about, uh, and that is available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can find it at Gimmicks Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out a monthly podcast that Doug and I do together Called Falling with Style An ongoing Pixar movie marathon Or watch every Pixar film chronologically um, The most recent episode As of this episode dropping Is still The Good Dinosaur Which is out now Wherever you get your podcasts And you can visit our website Wallopingwebsnappers.com Where we have a full archive of all of our episodes Of both Walloping Web Snappers And Falling with Style Or you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram And Facebook at walloping web pod, Or email us at Podcast podcast at gmail.com please rate review and subscribe to us on all your podcast platforms since that very much helps us out it's another very easy way to support us and next week the justice magazine crew goes to space in shuttle to disaster
1: i'm worried derek because every time an episode sounds like it should be dope it ends up being fine or boring and this sounds like it should be dope
0: i know i'm worried too We'll, we'll find out. Hope Bye. Hope it's not a disaster. Bye. <laughs>